Welcome to Harvest Time. My name is Chris Harper. Our host on this program is Pastor Gary Walton, the pastor of Harvest Baptist Church. We often have the great opportunity on this program to tell the stories of Harvest Baptist Church as we feature interviews with our members and other friends of the ministry. Of course, we'd like to invite you to services this weekend at Harvest Baptist Church as we'll be talking about vital signs of a healthy church from 1 Corinthians chapter 12. But let's begin harvest time today by welcoming Pastor Gary Walton. Hi, Pastor. Yeah, hey, Chris. Good to talk with you again today. Yeah, you just mentioned we're going to be looking into the scriptures. We do that every week here at Harvest. It's it's sort of the key part of our service. We'll fellowship together. We'll talk. We love being together as a church family. We'll sing some great songs of worship and praise to God. But the focus of our time is really on the scriptures and try to dive in and study and discover together what God has to say about our lives and about his will for our lives. And this week, we're going to look at, I think, an interesting text in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 that talks about the title, The the Vital Signs of a Healthy Church. And Paul uses an example of the body to describe how a church is supposed to function together. And so uh, we're going to just look through that illustration and, and talk through some of the, I think, very practical things that this passage tells us about what a good, healthy uh, t- Bible teaching church should look like. I think it'll be an interesting time together. Yeah, we're at a, a time in the life of our church right now where some things are starting up, some of our uh, ministries that that take place. And so we're this is a good time for even uh, those who minister on our campus to get that message about the vital signs of a healthy church. Yeah, exactly. In fact, one of the messages of 1 Corinthians chapter 12 is that we need everybody. Yeah. I mean, Harvest isn't the kind of place where people just come and attend, and that's sort of what church is to them. We really feel like the church is all of us together ministering to each other. And, you know, 1 Corinthians 12 talks about the eyes and the ears and the hands, and every part is important. And so that's going to be the encouragement to our church family, along with some other things. But it helps us to remember that we're all a part of God's work here at Harvest, and we want to serve together, and there's a place for everybody. Um, So I hope we're encouraged by that this week. And it's great as well to have with us a couple that God has brought to our ministry just in the last couple of weeks, and I wanted to get a chance to introduce them to you. They're getting ready to serve and plug into a couple key areas on Harvest staff, but it's good to have uh, Jake and Brittany Schnoor with us. Welcome, you guys, to Harvest Campus, first of all, but uh, Harvest Time as well. Yeah, good to be here. Thanks for having us. It's a pleasure. We've had a wonderful time so far. Well, we're excited about having you on campus and and uh, excited about the things that God's going to do in your life. I think the ways that he's prepared you. We talked um, personally about, I don't know, was it, was it in January, February? Yeah, I think, I think early January. We met in the cold region <laughs> of Wisconsin and uh, talked about the possibility of you guys coming out to harvest and being part of the team. And we're really thankful that God has directed and led, and we're really glad that you're here. As are we. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. 
Well, let's get to know you a little bit. Why don't you tell us about your background and maybe specifically as it leads to your relationship uh, with God, how you became a believer. Jake, maybe I'll start with you. Just tell us a little bit about your spiritual story. Yeah, I grew up in a Christian home, two parents professing believers, was homeschooled for the first couple years, uh, went to a Christian school from about the third grade to seventh grade, and then uh, eighth grade all the way to graduation was at a public school. And so I kind of got the gamut of all the different types of schooling, and I got to see people who are both professing Christians and then non-professing Christians and who are, who are genuinely living out their faith and those who are, are simply just saying something but living differently. So by the time I got to middle school and then high school, I really had a clear picture of what a biblical Christian not only talks and sounds like, but looks like. Mm-hmm. So I, I got saved going into high school, right as I was transitioning from the Christian school to the public school. And it's just in time, if you will, because I, that's when I got introduced to so many things of the world, if you will, the type of friends that I shouldn't be around and but I could be if I wanted to, but the Lord got a hold of my heart and he just gave me a burden, not only to let people know that I know where I'm spending eternity when I die, but that they can know as well. For anyone listening who's has that question, the answer is simple. It's not that you have to do anything or, or go to church or, or be a good person or anything that you think you may have to accomplish to earn heaven, but simply faith and trust in Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. So after high school, I uh, went to New Tribes Bible Institute in Waukesha, Wisconsin to go to Bible school and just to see where God would lead me, uh, whether whether that be in ministry or something else. And uh, I'll kind of pause right there. Brittany, why don't you tell us a little bit about where you you grew up, your story, and and then connect it to you and Jake, Mm -hmm. what happened there? Sounds good. I was born and raised in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and my parents divorced when I was very young. And my dad is still not a believer walking with the Lord. My mom is, and she remarried. And so I have a stepdad, and I have one biological older brother named Jake. And my parents, my mom and stepdad, actually adopted seven children. And so that's something that's always been uh, very near and dear to my heart is adoption, which wow, is that's really interesting. Yeah. yeah, something, you know, kind of time in the future that really interested me about Harvest and their love for foster care and adoption mm-hmm. as well. And I was in public school until eighth grade. And then I kind of did the reverse of what many people do in Christian circles. And I was homeschooled just in high school. And during that time was where my love for teaching really grew as well. My mom, I sort of helped her with my siblings um, as she taught all of them. And I just realized how much I enjoyed, you know, being with children and teaching. And I guess I jumped ahead a little bit. My personal salvation experience happened when I was quite young, probably about five years old. I remember being in Sunday school and, you know, coming back and telling my mom, understood that. I was a sinner and I was, you know, separated from being able to be in the presence of a holy God and that Jesus was the one who paid for my sin by dying on the cross for us and that I wanted to have faith and receive him as my savior and I was then baptized when I was about 7 and my parents were, you know, faithful with going to church and I was involved in, you know, various ministries throughout middle school, high school and they were a really great example of people who really acted, you know, and put their faith into works and did many great things, always very involved in church. 
So I decided to go to Moody Bible Institute in Chicago for furthering my education, so for college, and I studied elementary education there. I've always had a heart for missions. I wanted to, you know, be a teacher, hopefully on the mission field, so somewhere outside of America. And God initially had different plans. He had me go back to Wisconsin. I was hoping to take a position at a school in Prague where I had student taught, but it was that door was closed. Mm. And um, so I wound up back in Wisconsin, back at home. But the Lord used that to introduce me to my future husband, Jake, um, as we started to attend an inner city church plant in Milwaukee. And um, that's where the two of us met. And you were teaching at the time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, okay. That's true, yes. I started teaching kindergarten at a, just a local, small Christian school near my house. So. Okay. How many years of teaching did you have there? I was there for seven years. Okay, mm-hmm. great. Tell us a little bit about you know how God brought you to Guam and brought you to Harvest, what your burdens are for that. Yeah, uh, as Brittany mentioned, God started putting missions on both of our hearts early on and uh, has definitely just not taken that desire away, obviously, because we're here in Guam right now. And uh, so as when I went to New Tribes in Waukesha, New Tribes is very unique in that they focus on cross-cultural studies, specifically doing ministry, church plants, and uh, j- just how to develop a-, a church in the third world countries. Mm. So from there, I had a heart to go overseas I had taken a trip to the Philippines, but I wanted to finish my bachelor's degree. So I, so I went to Maranatha. And as I'm finishing up my schooling there, Brittany and I had been dating for a number of years. And we were actually engaged. I was finishing up school. She was teaching at the Christian school. And Pastor Marty Heron came to our church at Brookside Baptist Church in Brookfield, Wisconsin, and struck up a conversation with us. Next thing you know, we're starting to think and pray about coming out to Guam. And between Pastor Ken Keith, Pastor Jared Baldwin, and then finally the meeting with you. Yeah, all I know is really cold. That's all (laughs) I remember about that. I think it was in January. And you were teasing us with pictures of the beach. Like, wouldn't you love to be here in January instead? (laughs) You brought like chocolates. (laughs) You even gave us Kohl's cash. I remember that. (laughs) Oh, yeah. What a deal. Yeah, Yeah. I had some extra that had come. I had purchased something. That was, oh, I forgot about that. We were trying everything that we could, you guys. That's (laughs) right. No, we are excited about how God's led you and excited about the things that you're going to have a chance to be involved in. Brittany, you're going to be teaching kindergarten, right? Okay. So uh, Brittany will be one of the new teachers in kindergarten in the academy. Jake's going to be serving on our pastoral team as an assistant to the pastors and then doing a lot of different things in that role, which happens really with all of our pastors, all of our shepherds. But he's going to be teaching some in the academy. He's going to ha- has a class in uh, Harvest Baptist Bible College. Going to be leading some young pro Bible study. Well, together, you guys, uh, we we have a few things that we've got on your plate, and mm-hmm. and we're looking forward to just having you connect into the church family, and uh, you know, investing yourself missionally in what God's called you here to. So we're thankful for mm-hmm. that. Maybe you could tell us some of the things that God is teaching you. Has the move been hard? I know, Brittany, you're from uh, Wisconsin. Jake, are you? did you say that? You're from Wisconsin? No, I've lived in Wisconsin for the past seven years, but I grew up in Indiana. Okay. All right. But still, you know, it's a long way from, long way from home. Mm-hmm. I, I know that you're very involved in, with your church there. So just tell us a little bit about the move and, and that process. 
Yeah, I can. I'll start. I, I would say that the the flight was hard and long. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard of anyone saying that the flight is enjoyable whatsoever. So you have to have a good reason to come or leave, <laughs> I guess, uh, to go all the way back to the states. Uh, but the the welcome has been warm for sure here in at Harvest. They they have really extended us and made us feel like family. Yeah, I just don't have many complaints about where, where we're living and the job situation. And there's so many moving parts mm -hmm. that we have a pretty good idea of what we're getting ourselves into. But there's so many things that we'd like to be a part of and will be a part of and don't even know about yet. And so we're just, we're, we're excited to get plugged in, but maybe Brittany can share a little bit more about like her perspective, how the transition's been. Yeah, sure. initially the idea of moving here was much harder for me, mm -hmm. being, you know, all my family is, you know, very close and in one area. And I've been at one school for seven years, been at, you know, in the same house for many years. And um, every I just didn't have any big changes in my life aside from, you know, our marriage a couple of years ago. Um, so it was really, you know, trusting on the Lord and knowing that I knew I wouldn't regret it. That I knew for sure. But it's just that initial, that trust of the unknown, mm -hmm. um, you know, that's, that takes, it takes a lot. And so I was so grateful for Jake. He was, um, he's such a, a rock and he's very gracious and very loving. And I just appreciated the times that we spent in prayer together while we were making. I didn't feel like he was pressuring me to say yes or no. And um, just for, there was a lot of pastors back home that um, were really influential and, um, you know, and giving us good counsel. And then honestly, Pastor Gary, when you flew out and you saw us, I, I knew after that meeting mm. that it was it was what the Lord wanted. And I just had a, you know, surrender that last bit of, you know, letting go of what was familiar and um, things that I would, would miss back home. Um, but it was it was good to be reminded of our love for missions. It's so easy to get comfortable with a ministry in the States. And there's obviously nothing at all wrong with that. But knowing that God had planted that seed in both of our hearts, I knew that in a sense I would be, I guess, disobedient, I, for lack of a better term, if I allowed that comfort and that f familiarity to be the reason why we didn't go. So when you came you know, out, and that just showed your shepherd's heart that you would make such a special trip to come and see us and talk to us, even though we weren't 100% committed at that time, really showed me a lot of you know what you are like as a man of God, and that meant a lot to me. And um, so, yeah, it was initially a lot harder, I think, for me to say yes. But once I said yes, I've had nothing but peace mm. since that moment. And I just, the Lord just has had so many of those big pieces of moving. They just fell into line so perfectly. And so, so much, you know, it was evident. It was God's will for us to be here. And then since we've gotten here, I've, I've just felt Everything has exceeded my expectation in a positive oh, awesome. way, aside yeah. from the roach that jumped on me today in my classroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I really appreciate your you, both of you, your honesty and transparency in that. And I wasn't trying to pry too much, but I think it's important, it's good to hear that the move is, it can be hard. I mean, it's mm -hmm. leaving a lot of things that are comfortable. And, uh, you know, you guys had opportunities right where you're at, you could have served very comfortably. And, and you're right, that may absolutely have been uh, okay. Many people do, and that's good. That's God's calling. Um, but I, I do very much appreciate just kind of the transparency about uh, about the step that it is. And, and if I can 
push a little harder. Let me follow up with that, maybe from Jake and and from you too, Brittany. But so so it's a little bit hard like that. So then why? I mean, why would you make a move like this? You guys had opportunities there. Is it, you know, just a love for adventure or, you know, what is it that, that you feel like God used to kind of press you here? Uh, for Brittany, maybe it was actually that you shop at Kohl's that really sold her. I don't know. <laughs> no, but for, for me, uh, it kind of goes back a little bit to what we were saying. We've said it a couple of times already, just having a heart to see God work all over the world, mm-hmm. not just in America. Because we had seen God do amazing things. Yeah. And um, in, in sister churches and churches, you know, around the states and, and our churches and specifically in our lives. Uh, but we just have a vision to see God do amazing things all over the world. And so we do have this the seed inside of us that we want to see fulfilled. We we don't have kids yet. And so if there is a time to do any type of missions work, we, we believe that now would be the the most ideal time. Seeing something new, I, I do we do enjoy just travel. We do enjoy just seeing new parts of the world that we've never seen before. And uh, Guam is beautiful. There mm-hmm. is uh, there's so much to see and do. And we felt we thought that we would get stir crazy because of you know we she went to school in Chicago. I lived right outside Chicago, so we're used to just just huge cities and just being able to drive for hours. And then we're still in the same state. And uh, so we thought that that would be a culture shock thing a little bit but we haven't felt that way we have visited a good portion of the island we still have much more to see so the the final disconnect as far as what allowed us to really say no to comfort and family some of it i don't know if it can be explained away other than you know the spirit of god yeah impressing on our hearts with you yeah and um because we spent more time in god's word and more time praying together mm-hmm. between November and uh, February mm-hmm. of this past year and a half than we ever had in our marriage. Good or bad, I mean, it, it drove us on our knees, drove us to the Lord. And what I, I remember just sharing Brittany a couple of times is even if we decide to stay and missions, whatever, it, it doesn't work out, I want us to be closer with God mm-hmm. at the end of this decision than we ever were before. And I can definitely say that we were. So God's doing so many things, but drawing us to him and closer to each other has been one of the key things I think he's been doing. I love that, you guys. And uh, it's really encouraging to hear you know, the story of God's working in your life and the direction. And it's not unfamiliar, as you know, to many people that are here. But I think it's good. Thank you for being will- willing to share. There's, you know, there's some you know, pretty good, big commitment that's a part of it. And, uh, but the idea that we, we need to follow God mm-hmm. and there's a, you know, sort of a call to the mission that's here and the opportunities, I think that God is going to open up before you, mm-hmm. the ways that he's prepared you from your backgrounds to your training, to be part of the ministry here and be used of God here. I just, it's awesome when we see the hand of God moving us in this way, and then we can know he's the one that did it mm-hmm. and, yes. uh, and then he's going to use that. So. Welcome again to Harvest. We're glad that you're here. Uh, maybe just one more thing. Tell me about maybe what your burdens might be for this, you know, this coming year and and this season. Uh, maybe I'll start uh, with you, Brittany. I know you're going to be teaching, but mm-hmm. maybe other things that kind of are burdens on your heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think to add to 
the why, you know, do you give up what you have, you know, back home to come to a, a new mission field? I think a big reason is because there are so there are so many teachers, um, Christian teachers in the States already. Like oftentimes it's like hard to find jobs at Christian schools because there's so many teachers. And I think it's, um, you know, they're needs to be more teachers, you know, kind of spread out. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I just, I've always had a heart for Christian education. There's just, you know, it's a just amazing opportunity to share with boys and girls, you know, not just how to read and write and math and all those important things, but how God is over all those things. And he's the creator of all those things. And he can be found in all of those things. It's so exciting. And so to be able to do that with children who may not have heard about him otherwise is such an amazing calling and privilege to be a part of something like that. So I'm so excited to be working at the school, of course. And we have always been involved in many ministries at church as well. And so being in the ministry of a church is also incredibly important to us. So um, I would love to be involved with, um, we have been, you know, and youth group before as youth sponsors. And so we have a heart for teenagers as well as, you know, young children. We've been involved in Awana and teaching Sunday school. and um, But I think Harvest House is definitely a really unique thing um, that Harvest Baptist Church has to offer and just working with foster care parents and foster children and helping people, you know, get on to the process of adoption is really um, exciting. And I love that it's something that the church has made um, available to people here on the island. From what I understand, it, mm-hmm. there really wasn't a foster care system? Yeah, it's a very system. unique thing. Well, there's a foster care system, but there's a, a lot of needs that Harvest House has been able to uh, to come alongside and help with. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and kind of from conversations that I've we've had in the past and just kind of like sharing where some of our experience has affected where our vision is for the, our future, this past Two years, I've been working closely with the pastors at Brookside Baptist Church, and it, it was just constant uh, one-on-one with the whole pastoral team. So this this sense of going out to lunch, going to hospital visits, going to conferences, um, just going over to their house, going out to eat, just this one-on-one discipleship of them pouring into me, and then me pouring into them, and then pulling someone else alongside who's you know not necessarily as far along in their faith as I am. And so having someone to pour into me and then me pouring into someone else, th- this idea of discipleship is just is very much a burden on me. And it runs right along with some of these things that we're uh, starting up uh, with this uh, bodybuilding and just a lot of the, our vision for the next couple of years. Well, awesome, you guys. We're glad that you're here. Excited to watch you make Guam your home and Harvest Baptist Church, Harvest Ministries, you know, your family. And we look forward to seeing what God's going to do in the coming years. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for listening to Harvest Time. As always, we want to personally invite you to services this weekend at Harvest. We begin Sunday morning, starting at 930. We have children's programs, adult Bible fellowship in the auditorium, 1030 a.m. Join us for our morning service. We'll be talking about vital signs of a healthy church, 1 Corinthians 12, You can find more information at hbcguam.org, hbcguam.org. Thanks again for listening to Harvest Time. Mm